You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced from the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beat brand for heart health support. The new Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Superbeats Heart Chews Advance are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, Get a free 30-day supply of Superbeats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of System Check, a weekly AEW analytics show. I am your host, Brian Knightsey. Thank you all for joining me on this somewhat late episode. I mean, somewhat. It is late episode of System Check. Uh, I'm currently in the process of moving from apartment to apartment, so a little bit of hectic uh, in my life, I guess you could say. Uh, in fact, this is the third time I've recorded this episode, so hopefully... For Christ's sake, that uh, this this taping uh, succeeds, or so help me God, I'm going to lose my cool. Um, but I want to thank everyone for joining me again on this week's episode. Thank you, everyone that has been here since the beginning, those day ones, uh, and have stuck around week to week to week. And if you want to stick around as well week to week, then why don't you subscribe to this show, subscribe to this podcast feed, so you can get System Check every Tuesday. Uh, ideally, <laughs> ideally, but everything goes according to plan. You can listen to that by subscribing every Tuesday. And if you like what you hear, why don't you leave a review while you're at it? We would greatly appreciate it. Or also follow us on Twitter at HitTheBooksPod. We have lots of stuff to go over for today's episode of AEW Dynamite. So I'm excited to talk about it, especially since it is the go-home show before full gear right around the corner. So I'm excited for that. Full Gear is interesting, right? We have uh, four matches at the time of this recording announced, yet they typically run about nine to ten matches per pay-per-view. So we have a lot more to go through. So maybe we'll get some more matches announced on episode six of AEW Dynamite in North Carolina. But until then, we have this card to preview. Uh, So I'm excited to get to it. Uh, so let's, why don't we get straight into it for AEW Dynamite in North Carolina, Go Home Show for Full Gear. Now again, we're getting this card from AEW Dub on Twitter. Uh, my usual sources, my professional, I guess, sources have been from 
AEW itself on their official Twitter pages and websites, but apparently I'm not getting it correctly. Uh, apparently it's being announced somewhere else. I, I don't know what, but uh, I have to do all this research to figure out where the hell is coming from because I'm not getting it, apparently, from AEW's Twitter page. So I'm not sure what the hell is happening over there, but uh, at least AEW Dub on Twitter is helping me out that helping me out in that regard so without further ado we have the first match which is sean spears taking on brandon cutler now again sean spears he is ranked number 15 out of 23 while brandon cutler is ranked 22 out of 23 brandon cutler he is uh oh and two so far he has a loss against mjf and a loss against joey janela so he's not looking too good in this matchup. Sean Spears is the favorite, 53% chance of winning the match. He is 1-2 in singles competition, beating Michael Nakazawa on yesterday's AEW Dark match. So he has a little bit of a streak brewing. So, uh, you know, who could win? My vote is probably going to be Sean Spears. Um, to stay out of the kayfabe of this show a little bit, um, I think I think this match is, along with many of the matches that have happened so far in the past, like maybe month or so of AEW, we're really quantifying, I guess, in a way where people sit on the roster and where people are. Uh, Brandon Cutler being one of those like jobber kind of guys, QT Marshall, Beaver Boys, all these guys are sort of going to be on the lower end of the card. You're not expecting them to be the top talent at all, maybe ever. But uh, they're at least something. But Sean Spears is a guy that, in my opinion, should be high on the card. It's just he's had a couple couple tough losses, of course, against Cody and Jon Moxley. I mean, he's obviously going to lose to them. I mean, come on. It's it's the biggest guys in your promotion. But uh, so I'm, I, to stay on the, the kayfabe of the show a little bit, Sean Spears expects to win on that regard. But even then, in the kayfabe, Sean Spears is a decorated talent. He is a veteran of this business. You have to expect him to be able to pick up the victory here, especially against Brandon Cutler. Brandon Cutler is a guy that stepped away for a number of years. Uh, plus, his mind is focused on creating the uh, the video content for AEW. So, you know, he's got his own two contracts to worry about. Uh, so, but Sean Spears has nothing to worry about. Plus, he's got the mind of Telly Blanchard on his side. So, you have to expect him to pick up the victory and keep on rolling in, possibly picking up another victory. Um, and, you know, like I talked about, full gear, we have a lot of matches left to announce, about five or six matches left to announce for full gear. So, one could maybe expect, you know, let's make the prediction now who could Sean Spears be battling at full gear if he had said match? My vote would probably be one, none other than the bad boy himself, Joey Janela. It would make sense, right? Sean Spears and Joey Janela, a couple years ago on BT, have a little bit of a backstage tiff. Um, I guess with Tully Blanchard as well, with Joey Janela putting a cigarette in Tully Blanchard's coffee, I believe. So they haven't had anything since then. So maybe we could have another situation in going into full gear for that. Uh, and alas, of course, Joey Janela beat Brandon Cutler. If Sean Spears can beat Brandon Cutler as well, then, you know, maybe they should face each other, see who's the better man, uh, see who can be higher up on the ranking score here. Um, so my vote here, of course, is going to be Sean Spears. I think he def- desperately needs one. Uh, Brandon Cutler also needs a win, obviously, but Sean Spears, he I could imagine him having himself, uh, him having himself, him having Tully Blanchard on his side. He really needs to pull out a win here because... If he doesn't win, I don't know what. Is Telly Blanchard even going to be a good idea to have by his side anymore if that's the case? Who knows? Sean Spears should get the win and possibly challenge Joey Janela at full gear. (laughs) 
Next up is another one of those AEW Tag Team Tournament loser matches uh, between Private Party, ranked number 8 out of 12, and Dark Order, who are ranked number 3 out of 12. Dark Order are the obvious favorites into this match. You would think, right? Dark Order, they have a 56% chance of winning this match. They are 2-1 and one in tag team competition. They are, well, Private Party are 2-2. Two and two. Uh, Dark Order are, are just, you know, numbers-wise, an amazingly aggressive tag team. They are ten, they make about 10 tags a match, while Private Party make about 3.5. And, um, and Private Party are not the most successful tag team in regards for their double-team maneuvers, I guess you could say. Mark Quinn has gone for that shooting star press five times, hasn't hit it a single time, while in regards to the gin and juice, it has a 50% effectiveness. So... You know, maybe Private Party are not the best tag team, but they are underdogs, uh, you could say. They do have that upset victory over the Young Bucks, which is a, a match that no one really maybe expected them to win. But they did. They did beat the Young Bucks. So I guess the question is, can they beat the Dark Order? That's the question here, uh, especially with no uh, opponent for SCU as of yet for full gear. This match could have full gear potential behind it. Uh, who knows? But, you know, I would expect uh, Dark Order is the obvious pick here, but it seems like they're cycling down. They're, they've lost their edge or something has changed with them because they are, I, I'm not expecting a private party, I think, could use a victory. Either way, both teams need a victory right here. Dark Order, if they want to stay in the potential title picture, they need a victory. But if private party want another upset victory and really, you know, they're not going to move up a lot, right? So I did the numbers here. If Private Party win, they'll go up one ranking, while Dark Order will drop from 3 to 6 of 12. Dark Order, that's a big drop for Dark Order. So they don't want to lose this match. The Private Party, they'll get much out of this win, but they'll drop Dark Order. Uh, And so you know they have the potential to really make themselves known, make themselves as like a legendary, legend sort of threat, a legend killer, if you will. Um. So so expect, I don't know, my, personally, my vote would probably be private party against the Dark Order. I, I, I don't know. I don't see, I don't know what's happening. They aren't clicking. Something's not happening well with the Dark Order. So I, I don't know uh, if they're going to be able to do it. The, the key here for private party is to lower the amount of tags made for the dark order. Cause realistically that also is along with many other things. That is what helped SCU beat the dark order to go on and eventually win the tag team tournament. So private party, if they can lower those tags, you know, keep it under 10, then they have a good solid chance, but they need to do some more stuff. They need to commit to some more moves, maybe acquire some tag team movements. They have a very luchador style. Um, so, you know, maybe they're going to have to change it up, be more uh, Southern uh, wrestling, if you will, maybe more tag team based. Uh, who knows? They're going to have to change it up a little bit to pick up another victory against the Dark Order. Who knows? I kind of want Private Party win here. I think they're my vote, uh, but we'll see what happens tomorrow. Next up is a very unusual match, and that is a match between Trent and Pac, uh, or Pac. I believe it's Pac. Trent, of course, has is unranked in singles competition because he is mainly a tag team wrestler, while Pac, he is number 5 out of 23. He is, of course, the favorite here, but it's you know tough to say 
Uh, Trent has never had singles competition, so we don't know how to quickly evaluate how he would do in this sort of matchup. Pack, of course, is 2-0-1 and zero and one in singles competition. He has zero losses. He has a draw against John Moxley and a win both over Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega. Big heavy hitters. Pack is definitely in the title picture. Trent, don't expect him in the main event picture. Him getting a, a win over Pack would be huge. So you definitely think Trent would want to get that victory. But uh, I, I think Pack is just way too powerful. I mean, Trent could, of course, have Chucky T, Chuck Taylor by his side. He could have freshly squeezed Orange Cassie by his side. Maybe the numbers game could help him. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what Pack can have in store for them. I think Pack is a versatile athlete and could easily dominate all three if given the opportunity. Uh, speaking of opportunity, I just would love to see Orange Cassidy and Pack share the ring together. I just want to see uh, Orange Cassidy just do some comedic fun stuff and Pack just to crush him. Uh, I, I would love it. I love both of those guys. So I'd love to just see some sort of interaction between the two. Um, I don't know. I, maybe that's Orange Cassidy's first singles match. I would love to see that, honestly. Uh, but besides all that, my vote, obviously, I think, got to go to Pack here. Uh, he wants that momentum heading into full gear. He wants another win under his belt because he obviously cares about wins and losses. So he wants to keep up the win. So, you know, he wants to keep that all of those things in order for himself, especially going into full gear. So expect Pack to pick up the victory. Next up is the first of two women's AEW matches on this card. I, which I gotta say, very excited. Finally, we have two women's matches announced for AEW Dynamite. I'm very much excited for that. Uh, I think because of the tag team tournament, there has to be more tag team matches, obviously, because we had to get through that tournament. But finally, with that over, we have finally some women, more women's matches on the card. I'm excited. I love it. I love it to death. Uh, and that's this is the first one we have tonight, which is Shanna, Shanna, however you pronounce her name, uh, taking on, or I guess teaming up with the champion, AEW Women's Champion, Riho. And those two will be taking on Emi Sakura and Jamie Hayter. Now, Shanna, he, she is ranked number 14 of 17. Riho, of course, is the champion number one. Emi Sakura and Jamie Hayter are 13 and 12, respectively. Uh, both Hayter and Shauna have zero and one records. They haven't yet won to win. They haven't yet won a match. Well, Envy Sakura have won a fatal four way on AEW Dark, and Rio, of course, is four zero in singles competition. In tag team competition, she is one and one. Both times teaming with Britt Baker, were in one of those outings. She got the pinfall loss where she was pinned by Shoku Nakajima. Envy Sakura has also a tag team victory under her belt, um, but she did not get the pin, I believe. Go double-check that, but I'm not positive exactly completely on that, but I don't think she has. Uh, but she does have a tag team victory under her belt, so good for her. But, um, you know, because Rio's the champ, you got to give favorite to that team, of course, especially with the big um, crowd-pleasing. I just, I was going to say victory, but really she lost. But the crowd-pleasing uh, showing last week on AEW Dynamite, Shanna wants to really turn those heads and make it and turn, turn that positivity into a win. Uh, so I'm excited to see what that tag team could do. Um, I love it. Honestly, there's a lot of potential in this matchup. Um, you know, if Shanna wins, maybe that would be the potential challenger for Riho at full gear. If either Jamie Hayter or Emi Sakura pin Riho in this matchup, 
you would have to think they will be challenging Riho for the title this Sunday at Full Gear. So either of those people, of course they want to win this match, but more ideally, in a better sense, they want to probably go after and pin Riho. She is the champion. If we're talking New Japan rules styles here, if you pin that champion, you deserve to challenge the title. So Emi Sakura and Jamie Hitter are going to look to pin Riho. I don't see how they will be able to uh, cohesively work as a unit. That is Emi Sakura and Jamie Hayter. Uh, they seem maybe Jamie Hayter and B Priestley would be a better team. Uh, but uh, who knows? Let's see what they could do together. Um, I'm excited to see. I'm, I don't know. There's a couple of feel- thoughts and feelings I have about this. Of course, there are, you know, sort of uh, EW full gear possibilities here, like I already talked about. Shanna, uh, Shana. I don't know if anyone else would agree, but she has sort of that uh, uh, Kylie Ray um, mystique to her. She's very positive, roots for herself, very, you know, positive positivity, outspoken positivity. I'm excited. She's an amazing wrestler. Uh, I, I want to see more of her. She she wowed me so much in her match last week against Hikaru Shida. I think she has a great run, and if she can look great with Riho, I think she's going to be a great addition to this roster. So I really would love to see more of her. Uh, winner here, I'm going to vote Shauna Riho. Uh, I think Riho has just been too dominant of a champion, especially against some lower-end competition of Emi Sakura and Jamie Hayter. I'm not expecting much of them to get a victory, um, but we'll see what happens. But I do want to say here is uh, it's interesting how not many uh, signed women on AEW are on this card or even haven't made their debut on TV. I mean, you're talking Brandy Rhodes, Ali, Sadie Gibbs, Penelope Ford. Well, Penelope Ford has, actually. But there's a lot of... Oh, has she? Has she? Hold on. Has she? I don't think she has. Now that I think about it, I think it's just been AEW Dark. A lot of these women have had uh, who have been signed for a while have only had matches on AEW Dark. When are they going to have their matches on TNT Primetime? That's my question I have for you folks. Uh, but again, I'm expecting Shanna and Riho to pick up the victory here as they go on to see maybe Shanna challenges Riho for the title at Full Gear. I'm excited to see what happens. But of course, Riho and Shanna pick up the victory. Next up is your second women's match on this card for AEW Dynamite in North Carolina, and that is Hukara Shida, ranked number 4 of 17, taking on Big Swole, number 10 of 17. Hukara Shida picking up a big, her first victory in AEW in singles competition, taking on Shauna last week. Now she's looking to beat up, not beat, oh, I guess kind of beat up, but beat down Big Swole. Uh, let's see if she can do it. Of course, my vote is going to go to Hikaru Shida. Big Swole, of course, not having a, a tag team victory in AEW Dark, not winning the Women's Casino Battle Royale. I'm not expecting her. She doesn't have a singles victory in this promotion yet, uh, similar to Trent, so I'm not expecting much from her. So my vote has to go to Hikaru Shida. Plus, of course, with a victory over, over Shanna, you know, she wants to keep that ball rolling. And you have to imagine... Kinda maybe there could be some uh, full gear possibilities. You would think if Sheeta wins here, maybe she again will challenge once more on Riho's title. You know, before when she lost to Riho at All Out, that was an eliminator. Maybe Hikaru Sheeta wants another challenge uh, for the title this time. So maybe we'll see what happens. Let's see what happens after this match. I'm presuming Sheeta's going to win. But again, you know, if Sheeta wins, she already, you know, lost to Riho once before, so maybe she won't challenge. Maybe there's other people that will challenge. You know, Britt Baker could challenge again. I don't expect it. There's also Brandy Rhodes and whatever witchiness is happening over there. B Priestley as well. 
Um, there are a couple people. Uh, uh, awesome Kong may be a good challenge. I don't know who's going to challenge. I would love to see Hikaru Shida, however, to challenge once more, especially since now she has, according to Excalibur and JR, she's got a bank account. So she's here to stay. So I'm excited to see what will happen with Hikaru Shida. I vote is going to her to pick up the victory. Uh, you know, who knows what happens. We could see Brandy Rhodes pick up the, the mic and, and challenge Riho instead. You know, she is a witchy dark vibe, which is like the opposite of Riho. So maybe that's a good foil for Riho. Maybe Brandy Rhodes gets a faction under her belt where it's Brandy Rhodes, Awesome Kong, B Priestley, and Jamie Hayter, which is a very weird pairing of people, but honestly, I'm kind of on board with. Um, so who knows what will happen there, I guess. But uh, my vote here in this matchup, Hikaru Shida. But I think this is going to be one of the best matches. Uh, Shanna and Shida last week were probably the best match since uh, the Fatal 4-Way at Double or Nothing in the AEW Women's Division. I think this match, again, with Hikaru Shida and Big Swole has great potential to be a good match. But again, i got to stress, Big Swole, uh, I don't think she's officially signed to AEW. You know, she's getting TV time on Dynamite before... Ali, Sadie Gibbs, Penelope Ford, uh, Awesome Kong even. I mean, Awesome Kong even. Uh, who else? I mean, Leva Bates has had more TV time than all of these women. Uh, Yuka Sakazaki. Um, where's Nyla? Where has she been for a little bit? Uh, Penelope Ford, Asha Kong, whatever happened to her? Um, Mercedes Martinez, she's not really signed, I don't think. Sadie all these women. Where are all these women? I'm telling you. But at least, I guess, first things first, we got two women's matches. Let's start that way. Let's get past full gear, and we'll see. Maybe we'll get more women's matches down the line. And finally, in the main event is tag team competition between Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega taking on Sammy Guevara and the champion, lay champion, Chris Jericho. Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega are ranked number four and number three, respectively, while Jericho, number one of the champion, but Sammy Guevara, number 13, baby. He is 0-3 in singles competition. He, of course, has a trios victory where he didn't even get the pinfall victory and a tag team win, uh, teaming up with Chris Jericho before, uh, which I don't believe he got the pinfall victory. He might have. Uh, I don't remember. I, I want to say it was actually Chris Jericho that got it. So Sammy Guevara not doing much so far. Um, but yeah, who knows? Uh, because of Sammy Guevara being so low, not being much of an actual contender, the edge for me goes to Adam Page and Omega. They have a 56% chance of winning. Uh, that edge for me is going to go to them. They're both ranked number three and number four. Uh, they have the ability to do this. Of course, they've teamed before and gotten victory. So has Sammy Guevara as well and Jericho, so we can see that. Jericho has pinned both Kenny Omega and Adam Page, while Page has just pinned Sammy once before. So I'm interested to see what happens. For me, there's two wild cards, and that, of course, is Hangman Adam Page. What's going to happen to him? Uh, He's looking maybe to split from the elite. Who knows? And then there's Sammy Guevara, who is... You know, he was a hand-picked guy by Chris Jericho, but Sammy Guevara hasn't done much. If you really legitimately think about it, he is 0-3 in singles competition. He has a tag team victory team of Jericho, but I, I can double-check it. I don't think he he got the pinfall victory on uh, Dustin Rhodes. I believe it was. Uh, I believe it was Chris Jericho that did it. Um, 
along with that, uh, he in that trios match with Sean Spears and the third person, which I don't remember who it was, uh, in that trios match, he didn't get the pinfall victory. Oh, it was MJF. In that trios match, he didn't get the pinfall victory either. So he's not doing much. Uh, you know, legitimately, Sammy Guevara hasn't done much in this promotion, if you think about it. So I think about talking about PW Musings last week. We sort of talked about it a little bit. Could Sammy Guevara be fired from the inner circle for being, for lack of a better word, a loser? You know? Or let's think of a different way. Let's assume Jericho is a smart guy and knew this was going to happen on purpose. Right? Going back to the Riho argument. Paige and Kenny Omega are going to be looking to pin Chris Jericho, right? Because if they pin the champion, most certainly they will be challenging Chris Jericho for that AEW title. So, if I was Chris Jericho, I would want to have Sammy Guevara take up most of my match time. You know, be the lamb for the slaughter, if you will, for lack of a better term. Maybe that is the purpose of Sammy Guevara in this inner circle. Who knows? I'm just speculating. But let's talk about elite versus inner circle again. Uh, I've been compiling sort of stats between the elite and inner circle across their singles records, their tag team records, and the trios records. Of course, the elite being Omega, Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, Hangman Adam Page, and Cody, while the inner circle has been uh, Chris Jericho. Jake Hager, who hasn't had a single match yet, but after Bellator, maybe he'll start having some more matches. Proud and Powerful, Santana and Ortiz, and, of course, Sammy Guevara. Across everything, their full overall faction win percentage. Of course, the Elite have had way more matches, almost more than double than the Inner Circle. The Elite have had 24 matches. The Inner Circle have had 10. Uh, but despite all of that, the Inner Circle are 70% win percentages in those 10 matches, while the Elite are 50%. In those 24 matches, meaning they've only won 12 matches, well, the inner circle have won 7 out of 10. So, you know, it's it's obviously skewed because there's not a lot of matches for the inner circle so far. Some people like Jake Hager having even wrestled in this promotion. Uh, inner circle have great uh, potential to win this match. Uh, you would think that, you know, this is a, an elite versus inner circle match, you could say. Um, all of these people want... Um, uh, uh, momentum riding into full gear, except for Sammy. He doesn't have a match. But again, I'm talking about that land of slaughter. If my theory is correct, I would imagine Sammy Guevara to be in this match a lot. So look for that, maybe. Look for that sort of timetable there. Um, I don't know, but we'll see what happens. But again, my vote here is going to be Hangman, Adam Page, and Kenny Mega pick of the victory. Both of those guys want to pin... Uh, Guevara probably, or even get the win, or even pin Jericho. Of course, they would love to pin Jericho. But of course, they both want the momentum heading into full gear as well. And you know, they've teamed before, and it's been successful. So who knows? My vote, though, is going to go Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega. That is all for this week's episode of System Check. Thank you, everybody, for listening for the full episode. If you want more episodes, uh, subscribe to this podcast feed, and you can get more episodes every week, every Tuesday, assuming uh, everything ends up being on time and I don't have to record a million versions of this episode and keeps dropping. But uh, listen and subscribe to this podcast feed so you can get more episodes of System Check every Tuesday. Uh, so also some bonus stuff coming down the pipeline. Of course, we'll have a preview of Full Gear. That episode most likely coming out this Saturday, maybe Sunday. That's sort of depending on 
how many matches are announced by AEW. Um, you know, they're probably going to announce nine to ten matches. So we're looking to see maybe a lot more matches coming out of AEW Dynamite for that Wednesday episode. So we'll see what happens there. But of course, there'll be a preview of a system check preview of Full Gear this Saturday. And then following that, either Monday or Tuesday, will be a Full Gear review with me and my co host of Hit the Books, Mikey Manfredi. So I definitely recommend you subscribe to this podcast feed so you can get that secondary bonus preview of Full Gear and that review of Full Gear as well. And if you want even more content, you know, we always have that that flagship show, Hit the Books. Now, if you're wondering what Hit the Books is, Hit the Books is a realistic fantasy booking podcast. It's like any other fantasy booking thing. It's sort of like GM mode. It's like WB Universe, right? Um, we have our own roster. We have champions that we've chosen. Um, and we sort of, you know, write the storylines. We It's like GM mode, but you're writing the individual storylines. You're writing the promos and everything. You're, you're creating the story. Uh, along with it being realistic where there's injuries, there's contracts in a certain way, uh, there's drafts, there's, there's, there's trades, there's all these things that happen. So we keep that show, make it realistic as possible. And I highly recommend you listen to it. I think it's a great show. Uh, there's great content. There's me on it again. So if you like me, so <laughs> go listen to that show as well. If you don't, then you'll love Mikey. Uh, he's the star of the show, quite honestly. Um, but I, I highly recommend listening to hit the books as well. So you can get all that stuff, all that stuff that's in the pipeline by subscribing to this podcast feed. If you like this show, and if you like everything else, review the show on iTunes, we would greatly appreciate it. Five stars. We would love to hear it. And of course you can follow us on Twitter at hit the books pod as well to get more of our thoughts and feelings about the wrestling world as a whole. Um, so I guess for all of that, again, I want to thank you. Thank everyone that's listening week to week, uh, until, until Saturday, until the review on Monday or Tuesday, until next time, have a good day. I love you and please stay elite.